80s synthesizers, keyboards, hammer pants, cocaine, aha, Reaganomics. to do what's that we need to uh, hold on here we go everybody now just boyd <laughs> you remember this video it's like here we go it the video the music video this is all yeah. like a drawing oh. It was huge, yeah. She's sitting at the cafe. She gets pulled into the drawing. It's black and white. Handsome guy. And he walks up to this picture. Steps on one side. It's the lead singer. Yeah. And then he's in color. And then he goes to the other side. And Who was the, the lead singer for AHA? I, you know what? I wonder what he's doing nowadays. This is an episode all about feeling good. This is those... Songs. We're kind of getting back into the music. Yeah, and movies. Yeah, you know well, movies. Let's talk movies. You know, I know NFRs. You know, right here on us. But you know what? Everybody gets enough NFR. Let's talk. It's Rump Chat. Yeah, we talk about whatever the hell we want. Yeah, the Rump Chat, the podcast that makes absolutely zero sense. <laughs> By the way, she skipped out on her bill on this. Oh, she did in she the music video. She dined and dashed. Have you ever dined and dashed? I did at Williston, North Dakota. Ooh. Yeah, Wilson, North Dakota at Dale Kling's Buck and Horse Sale. Uh, the year was 2005. I dished out uh, on the bill with Jordan Holland. Oh, Jordan. And Rock Chardine. You know, I uh, did, you, did you get away? Yeah, we did. Uh, but actually, uh, that's the only time like everybody dined and dashed. I've done it to Binion like three times. Uh, well, that didn't count. Like we'll be in a restaurant and I'll act like my phone rings. And then I'll just leave, and then Benny will be stuck with the check. So, but I don't know. It, that's not really dining and dashing if somebody no, pays. For no, it. The, you got everybody's got to leave. So uh, the only have time you done I, it? The only time I did it, and we got caught. We were in Ames, Iowa. I lived there for a little bit, and uh, I was living with some buddies. And Mitch McQueen from <laughs> Farragut. My buddy Mitch. That sounds like a like a fictitious character. No, it's true. Is that is that the guy out of Stranger Things? No, <laughs> no. Mitch McQueen, Farragut, Iowa. Good buddy, and we all oh, uh, some other guys we lived together. Anyway, Mitch and I went to the to the uh, China buffet, <laughs> and we sat in the very back, and we ate and ate and ate, and then we got up and we're like, let's get out of here, and we get. T- and I'm ahead of him, and we're almost to the front door, like home, free and clear, light at the end of the tunnel, just step through, son. And all of a sudden from the back, hey, you no pay. You no pay. Are, are you using a fake voice or is that no, how No, that's how it, that's, I'm just saying, those okay. were the words used. You no pay. You, you no, no pay. pay. You no pay. And I turn around to Mitch, and everybody is looking at us. And I turn to Mitch, and I go, I thought you said you were going to pay. God, you're such a dick. And I turned and walked out and left him standing there. You call me crummy. Hold on. (laughs) Let's back up. Okay. So you ate a bunch. Sorry, Mitch. And I I imagine that the Chinese food in Ames, (laughs) Iowa must have been top notch. Oh, my God. 
So I've you, got a championship belt from there. We used to have the Chinese buffet challenge. Are you serious? Oh yeah, where you used to you would get judged on the how, who could eat the most. Like we had a judge, we had a buddy Matt Tarks, and he would he he's just tiny guy, so he can never eat very much. And so he would actually say that plate's good. You know, you couldn't go get like a bunch of crab legs, like five crab legs, because there's only you know like yeah. Like a half You'd ounce have of meat to have on the it. meat. You'd have to have ratio. like rice and everything, and he'd say, "Okay, that qualifies." <laughs> and so we would sit in there for like two hours and eat Chinese. Food. They hated us. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, and that was always on Sunday after like an Iowa State Iowa football game. And, and be you like, had like seventy four thousand grams of sodium. Yes, <laughs> and you were, and then an hour later you went to Burger King. I am so glad that I've only dined and dashed once. Actually it's Iowa. You went to Casey's and got pizza. You went to Casey's and got a six pack of beer and some pizza and maybe some donuts. Uh no, there's usually enough natural light left. Natty light. Oh, yeah. Barf. Yeah, that's what that's actually I didn't know all those years ago drinking all that natty light tailgating in uh at Ames, Iowa that it was preparing me for Sykeston, Missouri. Yeah, you know, uh, natural light, actually, I will tell you this, and this is not even a joke. Natural light makes a pretty nice seltzer. They really do. Not as good as Gold Buckle. No, but it's, but, a, it's a decent seltzer. It's not. And it's, they have that pink drink. Remember what you, it's, you uh, got sick on it. Yeah, I did get sick on it. Uh, Natterdays. Natterdays. Yeah, I'm going to give you a tip. If you uh, want to have a Natterday, <laughs> about six is your limit, you know. <laughs> Because if you have six natter days, you're going to have a natter puke <laughs> in the parking lot of McDonald's in front of a family headed no, to church. No, that remember it was Omaha. I, that's what I'm saying. I threw up out back. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't in front of a family. It you should just, have been. You said we loaded out that night. Yeah, let's. Let, you, can you put, I tell the story? I'm, yeah, let me back this up. So please we, do. Uh, for some reason, we go to the Omaha Rodeo at the uh, beautiful, beautiful... For some reason? What do you mean? Well, well no, is it what the, what's it called? The Quest Center or... It was CenturyLink. CenturyLink Center. For some reason, we are in there very late. Usually, we're out there pretty early. Yeah. Um, so, we load our stuff, and it's Saturday night, last perf. And, and we all had our own dressing rooms. <laughs> yeah, we did. We need to post a video of what you did to my dad. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to thong his dad. And he did not go for it. Where he wears, remember? I don't know if y'all remember, but we posted it, and it's he did it to Randy Corley, where he bends over and he has a, <laughs> an a thong American, on. an American flag thong. <laughs> yeah, I tried to show uh, his dad <laughs> my, my dad, thong. My dad's so simple, he missed it. Well, but you <laughs> he don't didn't just, even see. You don't just a bend thong up. on a three hundred pound. Yeah, guy. you you don't just bend over and show your thong like you try to. <laughs> Be like, oh, I'm going to check Blend this phone charger. Yeah. So uh, I tried to thong his dad. It didn't work. The rodeo went pretty good. Damn it, Vince. The photographer got ran over by a fighting bull. Oh, bad, And so too. for some reason we were there late, and um, I, I think it was Justin Boots. Because he was there. Remember he showed up? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he was the one that brought a 12-pack of Natterdays. No, Because I didn't you buy them. No, you did. I did not buy those. Don't lie. Everybody out there who knows you know you will lie about. I'm not you lying brought about it this. Into the arena. No, I brought some white claws into the into okay. the building, but not Natterdays. Wish I wish I had our crew. That <laughs> anyhow, I drank a few of these Natterdays. Did not walk in empty-handed. Well, I didn't walk in empty-handed, but I did not have a Natterday. So I walked in with these Natterdays and uh, went through a few Natterdays, and I went to the hospitality, which had the 
Go to in any rodeo in the whole world hospitality. If you've been a part of a rodeo, if you've been a contestant, you know the go-to for any rodeo hospitality is like pulled pork sandwiches. <sighs> they had made rides. Pulled pork sandwiches that the go-to, like the 99.9% <laughs> hospitality of every rodeo in the history of time. Pulled pork sandwiches, uh, potato salad, and, and baked beans. And, yeah, and Lay's chips. <sighs> and so I had all that, plus the Natterdays, and it made my tummy rumble. So <laughs> I get in Hammo's truck, and we go to back out there. I said, man, you're going to have to stop. Well, we threw the bar- We loaded my, my heavy work box, yeah. your barrel, my motorcycle. Shannon. Man- yeah, Shandon was in the back. Two toilets from Jimmy uh, yeah. that Jimmy Lee took from Sydney. Uh so yeah, we had that was when I got pulled over the next day. It was it reminded me a lot of uh of varsity blues. Everybody heads up, Billy Bob's gonna puke. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I did too. It, was, it goes In my defense I said, Hammond, hey, here's the deal. I'm gonna puke and you better stop. And he goes, You'd no, probably feel better like, if you did. It was like uh and I tried to get Wit to watch it, but she's like my mom. She sits on the couch finally, you know, of course she's obviously works and Takes care of Gus, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden. So she gets on the couch and it's. <laughs> but I tried to show her Stand By Me. Oh. The Do you remember that great Stand 80s By Me movie? with the kids. Oh, my gosh. Stand By Me with uh, River Phoenix, who's Joaquin Phoenix's brother who, who, who died. Who tragically died. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen Stand By Me, what a great, great movie. And that, that was a movie that. Before kids had iPhones and and Walkmans, yeah, it took place in the I think the sixties. Yeah, the sixties because yeah. a guy died and they had to walk down the railroad tracks. Yeah, as a dead, they heard there was a dead body, so they walked down the tracks. These boys, excuse me, I'm belching up. We just had steaks, delicious. Um, so, Stand by Me is is uh, it's one of those stories of growing up and and finding you know and and finding your kind of manhood yeah adolescent days but uh it's great and 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 the music's awesome you love 60s on six you I listen do. to that all the time but yeah it's great acting great childhood and, and uh oh he he's a he played the chubby kid but he ended up being really skinny that's how most of it goes even jonah um, hill from super bad skinny now yeah, anyway you'd all know him if i'd say it but um our guys like probably ted harbin or screaming at the radio <laughs> right now his phone telling us who the name of the guy is because that's what usually happens because they know so uh yeah that's a great movie okay but who would win in a fight in movies stand by me versus the sandlot sandlot hands down the sandlot uh, another feel-good movie the sandlot because there's more of them i don't know i think obviously they're older in stand by me but sandlot oh, man there's actually so the place we we bought here in in San Angelo and yeah. kind of doing a little flip job on it. Um, they have this kind of cabana, you know, in our backyard. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. There's actually area. a ball that looks like the baseball from the one that the, the beast got. The, the beast. It really is. They call it the beast ball, and because the the people who had lived here before had two huge dogs, and they stunk, <laughs> and that's why we redid all your did the house. But <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I don't I don't know if we could ever match those movies today, but you know the cool thing is is so many of them are coming back. Well, 
today every everything's a remake. Do you notice how many remakes there are from those those movies from back then? Like even okay, my is growing up. One I don't know if anybody saw, but what I what we I picked it out. Uh, dressed Gus up as his first Halloween. Stay Puff. The Stay and Puff. He was a cute man. little Stay Puff marshmallow. Ghostbusters. Oh, Bill was Murray. My jam. You it know, when I got older, it turned to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really? Oh, I was Donatello. And my buddies, you know, were Raphael, Leonardo. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was Leonardo. Donatello was purple. Uh, Michelangelo was orange and Raphael was red. Oh, trust me, don't get me started <laughs> on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, it was a, that was actually a pop, um, uh, you know, cartoon. But I don't know about a movie. I guess it, they did a movie. Uh, where there they was were three real. movies. Dipshit. Don't even get me started. But anyway, but one turtles in a half shell. Turtle, turtle power. power. So it wasn't uh, their dad a rat. Uh, it wasn't their dad uh, that was Splinter. Um, he got the, he was their sensei. Oh. And they were actually all in the sewer. And then when the toxic right. stuff dripped yeah. and they got it all over him, that's when they turned in. And then, uh, he was a rat that lived in a dojo and he learned, <laughs> you don't even know you're you stupid. Do, you know, in Oregon, uh, they legalize meth. So <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty much, it's pretty much good. <laughs> Makes sense but, up there. um, the greatest, I mean, but, but my Probably overall movie as a uh, as a kid is uh, right here. I'm gonna play. Oh God, these stupid YouTube. Anyway, um, Karate Kid. It's got to be Karate Kid. I love Karate Kid. Karate Kid is uh, the karate. Daniel Russo. It, Daniel was it was the best. Remember your defense. Point to come. Concentrate. Focus. Power. Remember balance. Make good fight. Oh, Mr. Miyagi. He passed away. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he can't run. And then... Oh, this isn't even it. Here. This is what I listened to before Perth. The best. So they made a remake of that. Well, well, it's like a TV show. It's well, not no, a remake. The first one was okay. If we're going to talk about Karate Kid, let's go back. That uh, first Karate Kid was like 1986, I think. E- then there was a Karate mm. Kid remake with uh, Will Smith's son. Oh yeah, I forgot but about that. But the new one on Netflix is called Cobra Kai. Yeah, and, and let me tell you, I want to really go into thought and theory. <laughs> for a minute about the Karate Kid. Everybody out there that can remember Karate Kid, even if you're a younger person who's seen it, if you follow the movie, at the end, the bad guy was the blonde dude. Uh, He was the Cobra Kai guy, right? The blonde guy? Yep. And his sensei told him to take out Daniel Russo's knee. So it was pretty much a parent telling a child to hurt another child. Yep. Okay. So that was always one of my favorite movies. Now, fast forward to 2020. I am a father of triplets, and my kids are in six- and seven-year-old YMCA basketball, okay? (laughs) 
so I go to the basketball game the other night, and there is a kid, and he, he can dribble really well. He's good. And he's just taking kids out. You know, they're supposed to set up, like, in their strategic positions and, uh, you know, not um, knock people down or block shots because they're trying to teach these young kids how to play basketball. And I would say probably 90% of the kids' basketball games have been, you know, very well directed with coaches and, um, you know, okay, stay back. Let's let's figure out how to do this. But the other night there was this kid, and he had frosted blonde tips. Okay? Oh, yes. And he's seven years old, and he could dribble for a seven-year-old, you know. Um, six- and seven-year-old basketball is not terribly exciting for the most part. But this kid could dribble, but what he would do is he would run and knock people down. I mean, just smoke them like little Bandy. You know, Bandy's not the biggest kid, but he's pretty tough and he's cool as shit. So he's trying to, he puts his hands up and this kid just runs him over. Hardcore. And the other team, instead of being like, hey man, you know, play fair. They're like, yeah, get him. They were being... The blonde kid from the original Karate Kid. Yeah, kick his ass, Johnny. Yeah. So for all you guys that don't know the original Karate Kid, I'm going to break it down for you. Daniel Russo and his mom move to this uh, new town. And <laughs> he's got no friends. So he starts hanging out with this old Asian man, as most of us have in life. And <laughs> this guy's... Uh, <laughs> he t- he says you got to wax the cars, you got to do the fence. Like he's trying to figure a way to beat up this bully. He wants to kick this bully's ass, but he don't know how. And Mr. Miyagi teaches him all this shit. And I can't think with this in the background, but keep going. At the end of the day, Daniel Russo beats the shit out of him, and like forty years later, there's a Netflix series about it. Who sings this? Peter Katera. This is from Karate Kid? Yeah. Oh, this is when he's hugging the hot chick at the end uh, when he won. She was super hot. Oh, here oh it yeah. Is. Here, no, I remember here it this. Is. Yeah. Who will fight for your honor? I miss the 80s. I do too. No COVID. Yeah. Ronald Reagan. No cell phones. Because if you would rewind this, like when Daniel's getting chased by the bullies from Cobra Kai, like when they're trying to kick his ass after the Halloween party when he dressed up like a shower. Yep. He could have called his buddies and they could all got together and beat the shit out of that guy. Oh, yeah. But the other guys had motorcycles. Yeah, they're pretty badass. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind? Of, what group of kids has a bunch of dirt bikes? Like, I live in rural America, and there's not like a group of kids that have dirt bikes in Pawhuska, Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, you did, and I had a dirt bike. Yeah, but and is that when you took your clothes off? Yeah, but and rode it, it, was, by, it and was. It broke down. It was a single single dirt bike. Check, out, check out episode four right? yeah. Yeah, to get that full story. All I'm saying is, like, Karate Kid was a simpler day. And I would like to know what that gal looks like today, because she was so hot. Oh, I remember when I was a bunch of movies. Um, When I was a kid, when I watched Karate Kid, I I fantasized not like sexually, 
But, <laughs> but I always thought, man, that is the hottest chick I have ever seen in my whole life. Oh, she's she was in uh, Cocktail. Oh, yeah, with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, uh, Elizabeth Shue. She's been in a ton of movies. She's still hot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, I don't... She's been in a bunch. Man, who... And you know what's funny? Karate thing? Kid, uh, Leaving Las Vegas, um, Cocktail, Hollow Man, The Saint, oh, Back Hollow to the Man. Future yeah. Part 2. Back to the Future. Now, there's a great one. Back to the Future. Uh, I mean, these, these movies, they just... Do you think they the don't kids make today, them so good? No, they'll never. If 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 you have kids, and I hope you show them, you know, Wit Wit, who is was born, she's an eighty seven model. Gosh. She's never seen Young Guns. What? And you married her? Yeah, fully. Okay, and you, had a kid with her. You better go through the D I B O R C E. We, are you friends. know, had a stork come and bring God, us a child. Yeah, no. She's never seen Young Guns, and nope. you stayed married. <laughs> I know. So she it's, wouldn't it's, know. It's a barrier that we we have. But has she seen Back to the Future? Um, you know, I don't know. It's they didn't have. I don't know. I don't know. They. I guess they didn't have cable. Well, we didn't have cable, we but didn't. I still saw Back to the Future. I will never. Who had? It. Who has? We have the movies labeled at, at Mom and Dad's, right? With like three movies, it'll be like Young Guns one, um, three episodes of Alf, <laughs> and then you know Karate Kid on a on a VHS tape, all on one, yeah. Um, but what I want to know is how many guys out there or gals, Rub Chat listeners, can physically think back about the first time they went to see Back to the Future? Because I can, Greg Farney was one of my dad's ranch hands who actually lived like just across the section. Greg Farney came and picked me up and took me to Hutchison, Kansas. And we watched Back to the Future, and I thought it was the best movie I'd ever seen. And right now, in the year 2020, if they'd pull up in the DeLorean, I would jump that bitch and be gone. Oh, my uncle had a DeLorean. Bullshit. Yep. Uncle Greg had a, Bullshit. Uh, a, a, yeah, and he had and why the same you never time. told me about this? Yeah, it was... Uh, you it, it still might be in, in the, uh, my grandpa's old lumberyard. It might. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he... He, he had, had a DeLorean. During... During... Whole, what was the 80s? And DeLoreans are huge. He lived in Peoria, Illinois. And worked at a big... Uh, I don't uh, engineering firm. And... Um, sorry. Young Guns. Bon Jovi. This is actually Young Guns 2. Pillow. And the earth was last night's bed. Billy the Kid. You know, I did my whole term paper over Billy the Kid just because of that movie. (laughs) Anyway, uh... Yeah, my my uncle had had a DeLorean. Bullshit. I actually yes, he did. Uh, yep, my my brother drove it to prom. Your brother Andy drove a DeLorean to prom. Mm-hmm. Yep. True story. Can we get Andy on the phone to verify yeah. this? Call my brother. Okay, yep. hold on. Stay tuned. All right. Plug this in to your phone. 
All right. No, I'm I'm just gonna call and put him on here, because I think you you are full of shit. No, we. I've been around your family. And he for, had he had it's it's in Percival, Iowa. If he still has it, I don't know if he. Oh, doesn't. if he still has it, now you're backing up. Because I've been around your family. I said he had it. Hold on. That's nice of Bob to do that for my is brother. I've never, I've never heard that. that. Are you serious? He has Tallman. I guess it is. That is unreal. Bob Tallman, and, and multiple people have done that with Bob. So, actually, hold on. I'm a. Uh, oops, sorry. <laughs> I gotta get. Are this. you for real about have, that? Have you never had a Bob Tallman uh, voicemail? No, I was listening to my voicemails today. I don't have anything cool. Like, most of mine are pretty standard. Hey, here's my name. Here's my number. Uh, you know, nothing. I don't really have anything that stands out as far as voicemails. On this episode of just We're, happy <laughs> stuff, sorry. you have I had fun. To turn off the mic here for a second. You have fun voicemails? Oh, my God. If you don't have Bob Tomlin voicemails, I don't. You have not made it in the rodeo business. I, I, let's hear, can you hook up your phone? Okay, so uh, here we go. And I don't know what these are going to say, so I may have to edit these out. We don't need to drag it out. Hi, buddy. Howdy, 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 howdy. <laughs> are you home? Are you at home? <laughs> That's it. That's it? That's it. There's no uh, bye? No. Um, here's another one. This is from 2018. I've saved all of Bob's. I am a, I am a, <laughs> I think you're probably on an airplane, M.A. I, I'm going to go out to Abilene tonight to set up. And I... Pause. I'm going to. Uh, He's thinking what to say. Have <laughs> a parking place next to you. Oh, good. good, good. And whoever else in the new parking. And I'll have a golf cart. I'm assuming you're coming out tomorrow. If not, I'll see you tonight. Travel day, love, love, bye, bye. <laughs> and that's that it. That might be the best <laughs> voicemail ever. Uh, oh, I got. No one else can pull off a voicemail that lasts four minutes for thirty. I am minutes. a. <laughs> I am a. I think you're probably on. Oh an wait, airplane. sorry, that's the same one. Sorry, sorry, I got it. You don't know if it is. Yeah. I am a. I am a. You ready to lower your standards for a little uh, ranch rodeo? For me and Dougie? I've left you alone. But now I'm on you like stink on shit. Are you ready to lower your standards? 
Uh, <clears throat> here's another one. Gosh dang, thank you for the call. I've left you a couple of texts, voicemail. Figured you were busy. I didn't I figure I'd have to come to your house with a rifle. Shoot your doorknob off. <laughs> See ya. Shoot your doorknob off. Coming back from East Texas today. I've been to Tyler. Getting ready to dive into some Dallas traffic at 2 o'clock. And checking on that wit's belly. <laughs> checking on it. A little bone in there. Oh, no. Yeah, Bob. I think that's what you said. You want to call him Bob. Obviously, back on you. pre-birth. Uh, Be driving guys. for a couple hours. <clears throat> yeah, that, Just Bob. Get, uh, Talking about little bone and wit's belly. <laughs> uh, not a, okay. <laughs> not, you may, I mean, like, it was a... Hi, I'm looking for uh, Gus Hilton's mom and dad. <laughs> that's it. That's it? That. that's it. He doesn't even say bye. He just hangs no, up. No, that's it. Um, here's from New Year's Eve. Are you giving that baby boy lots of hugging <laughs> this morning? Checking on you. See what you're going to do tonight. Old Northside Coliseum. Checking on you. <laughs> Did he drop his phone? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just checking on that Augustus. I love it. Those are going to, those are pure gold, man. You know what I mean? How many? Hey, how are you in wet and gut? What are you doing? <laughs> Amanda and I, oh yeah, that Red J.N., he's here too, but are in liberal Kansas in a bowling alley, drinking beer, eating ribs, and bowling in a snowstorm because we're shut down in a freezing rain with a broken down jet airplane. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. You gotta call us tomorrow. <laughs> okay, but here's the best one. Oh God, he here's the best well. one. And 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 <clears throat> I'm gonna give a warning. The F word is said in this this uh, voicemail. So if you've got children, <laughs> be cover your ears, kids. So let me preface this. So I used to do Strathmore, Alberta, Canada. Where I met some great people. Darcy Ladine, are a good he loves rump chat, uh, a good guy. Yeah. Uh Pascal D'Argrescio, great, just great humans. Right. So um anyway, I did that and then it started overlapping Sydney. Obviously my hometown. So you know, what was I gonna do? I, I gotta go. Right. To, to Sydney. So I sent my buddy Will Hobbs up there to do music. And so this is <laughs> August 2nd of 2013. I know you got old Sydney, Iowa going. They got a little rodeo down there, but they get so after this. Listen to your buddy singing. 200 Canadians in love with Will Hobbs. Put it wind up long. 
this job back, I suggest you get a guitar and learn how to sing, motherfucker, because you ain't coming back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, I, I have kept every Bob Tomlin voicemail uh, since then. Um, well, yeah, his voicemails are so much better. Like, I save all my Benny ones. Yeah. But, okay, so if we listen to my Benny Butler ones, they are not... Hold as on. entertaining. This is uh, this is when you go to work at at Sykeston. Here's oh, what your boss. No, gets. and this is going to be a rodeo of the day. Yeah, this is rodeo of the day, and this is uh, this at like three o'clock in the afternoon. You piece of shit! We're outside your camper. Come out and drink just one beer with us. Come on, or you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to have Sykeston on. Uh, Okay, so, like, I don't know how my my voicemails are not that exciting. No, you, you know, if you don't have voicemails like that, you suck. This is the feel good '80s voicemail. Um, in the <laughs> '80s, there wasn't a voicemail. We, yeah, we were talking about '80s movies and soundtracks, and then we got to Bob Tallman. That's because my brother messed it up because he, he would answer, not answer. He didn't the, answer his phone. He would not answer the call. So, like, I've saved all Benny's. Um, Voicemails, but they are pretty much all the same. So, like, it'd be like this here. Justin, Benny Butler, give me a call when you get a chance, Justin. I'd want to visit with you, man. And then it's yep. 10 seconds of nothing. <laughs> you can't get her hung up. That's how, it, uh, that's how it always, like, okay, here's one. This one might be good. Uh, from our good friend, Brent Sutton. Okay. Wrong. It's Bob. Oh, it's Bob Ehrlich. I was calling bullshit with you for a little bit as I was driving around today. So, you may call back sometime. Make sure you save my new number. 620-451. Ugly ass Bob Ehrlich. Yeah, Bob's coming to the party in Vegas. Uh, good. I can see how ugly see, he really is. Well, he's not ugly now, but at the time. <laughs> oh, here we go. Brent Sutton, NFR pickup man, voicemail. Man, old Tom got a good rebuttal on you. Oh, Snapchat story from Newens, pretty good. Might have got you. I mean, yours is pretty good too, but his, his is pretty good. There's no frame of reference here. Well, what are our listeners? Uh, other than that, I was just calling to let you know how wonderful of a day today is. Yeah, I don't have any cool voicemails at all. Oh, here's one from Reno. Can I try one from Reno? Please. God, please be good. Good morning, Mr. Rumford. Just calling to see what you're driving in today. Was it a hurricane, a tornado, earthquake, blizzard? Anyways, just checking in. Hope everything's going well. No, no. not good. That was just a God. nice, nice. Uh, give me a checking in on your voicemail. I have nothing. You suck. Oh, here's one from Robbie Hodges. Let's try this one. Oh shit. I just want you to know, you cool some bitch, that I drank two white claws. Were they mangoes? Is that what they were? And they were really good. I was surprised. So I just want you to know that I'm sorry for every time that I said you were a big old puss because they actually <laughs> taste pretty good. So go ahead and accept my apology. Rob Dog. Thanks for the cool words the other day. I think I'm getting drunk off two of them. I think I am. I'm kind of getting drunk off of them. I didn't know they would make me dizzy. Call me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I, I don't got it. Feels good, don't it? It does. They, they're not as good as my Bob Tallman. I know. I don't have. That's what I, I agree. But those with are the you Bob Tallman, and like, <clears throat> and it, you know, some people they get so mad because I'll do that too. I'll I'll leave a rambling voicemail like, Rump, Hambone, what are you doing? I do that too. I do that to talk. To I'm okay. Time. Everything's fine. You know, we will have to. It's find a beautiful day. <laughs> what What happens with Tallman though? He his pauses are too long. And at the and, rope and at when the, he says and, and at the rope and fiesta, he paused too long, describing rump chat. Oh shoot! So um, where is that? Get me here. What happened? Give me, give me that cord. What you ha- all got to listen to this. When you talk about like awkward pauses, so at the roping fiesta here in San Angelo, which is an awesome event, this is the first year I was a part of it. Um, the top thirty-five tie-down ropers in the world are here and uh, there's 5,000 people like it's it's a big party it's it's phenomenal it's so fun so for the first time ever Tallman was uh announcing and Hambone ran the sound and I did like uh I kind of clowned it but not, I produced the sound of the well yeah but uh you you produced it and ran the sound <laughs> but I I did like a like clowning but without being in clowning gear yeah and, you were a entertainer yeah and Tallman was trying to describe Rump Chat. We basically got to turn Bobby T loose, and, and it was amazing. And this is how he described Rump Chat right here. Okay, so with here a, you go. With a lo- too long of a pause. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fiesta. They have the sense. Yeah, for those of you that have never been a part of Rump Chat, I want you to listen. Listen to me. Give me the address, Hammy. Rumchat.com, iTunes, Spotify. If you haven't been on iTunes, Spotify, Rumchat.com, you need to go listen to it. But do it on a three-hour drive. It'll make you think you've only been in the car an hour. When you start laughing, you got to pull over. Yeah, it'll make you wet. Your pants and tops. <laughs> I don't know that. It'll make you wet. Your, your pants. pants. Yeah, kind of too long. Hold on. Car an hour. When you start laughing, you got to pull over. Yeah. It'll make you wet. Your pants <laughs> at times. I feel like I that pause was too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It'll make you wet. Your pants. Your pants. <laughs> God. God. Uh, Bob Tolman voicemails. Are the greatest thing. But it makes you feel good. This is the feel-good episode, 80s, 90s. It is. It is. But, you know, like, I never would have thought when I was a kid, ever, that Bob Tallman would be leaving me voicemails and and asking about the little bone in my wife's belly. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Love it. Gotta Uh, love some Bobby T. Well, let's take a little gold bucket beer break, bud. And um, when we come back, talking more movies that made you who you are today this one inspired millions top gun crank it up
probably one of the most iconic movies of all time. Stress dance. Kevin Bacon. Love Footloose. How could you not love Footloose? I did. I did love Footloose. It was not one of my favorite eighties. It was before. Uh, who's Sean Penn's brothers? The 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 best buddy in that. What, uh, what was his name? Uh, something Penn. Anyway, it was before he gained like eight hundred pounds. Hey asshole! I'm still right here. Okay, so I want to read this. So, this is what it says on the internet about Footloose. Okay. Moving in from Chicago, newcomer Ren McCormick, Kevin Bacon, is in shock when he discovers a small Midwestern town he now calls home has made dancing and rock and roll music illegal. As he struggles to fit in, Ren faces an uphill battle to change things. With the help of his new friend, Willard Hewitt, Christopher Penn, and defiant teen Christopher Ariel Moore, Lori Singer, he might loosen up this conservative town. But Ariel's influential father, Reverend Sean Moore, stands in the way. God, how awesome would it be to be in the 80s where the only thing wrong in the world is they don't want dancing and <laughs> rock and roll music. <laughs> They'd have masks or any of that stupid shit to worry about. It was no dancing and... Uh, you know, when you got stressed out, you go to a vacant barn, uh, you danced, you got footloose. <sighs> yeah. So the the whole dance, the the whole uh, uh, warehouse scene where he goes the angry dance. Uh, You've never done that. Angry danced. Yeah, like to get stress off. Where your barn maybe. is at your parents' house in Sydney, Iowa. You've never gotten the like the hail off and just danced it out. <laughs> Uh, not, no. Uh, I don't think you have. No, I don't think so. Not once. What about but your sisters? That was actually, oh, I guarantee it. Um, but that was actually done by a woman. Bullshit. It's the truth. It was not Kevin Bacon? No, it was not Kevin Bacon. Um, I'm trying to find out. It was a choreographer. And, um, what was it? It was, it was a chick. I can't find it. I'm trying to... I disagree. I had a stunt double, a dance double, and two gymnastic doubles. He goes on to say, this is Kevin Bacon, there were five of us in the effing outfit, and I felt horrible. Yeah, don't ruin the movie. Bacon does look back on much life experience fondly, it seems, especially after the studio dug up his original audition tape, which was terrible. You know, I think the one one thing... Smoking a cigarette, drinking a Budweiser. A Budweiser? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hitting his little yellow bug. Thoughts of the hot chick that gave him blue balls the night before, before she tried to get run over by a train. Just dancing out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Beer bottle against the wall. Oh, yeah. Now I start. Pelvic thrust. Tight stonewashed jeans. And my gray sweatshirt. And my white K-Swiss. 
I'm so angry. I'm going to go swing from these rafters. <laughs> Why is he doing that? See right there? That's a woman. Yeah, that is, that's a woman. That's a woman. Now I'm going to throw my sweatshirt off. And I've got my wife beater tank top. It just this, feels so good to angry dance. This, this is so stupid now that I watch it. Oh, it's so great though. No, but the time if when you, you just got stressed, I implore everybody out there: if you stressed, just get go to a warehouse and dance it out. Don't shoot up your office or yourself. Just go. That's a woman. Yeah. I've never been so mad that I wanted to dance that hard. Yeah. I mean, trust me, the woman who's doing this is the president of the Itty Bitty Tea Committee. Because yeah. oh, and there just happens to be a gymnastic beam there that I can do this yeah. really great flip. I'm so mad I'm gonna swing around nine times. See, on the- we need to do this. We need to. Like do a live and, and like beat us about Yes, like beat us about and commentate these videos. This okay. This video might be stupid. I liked Footloose until I really <laughs> evaluated it. <laughs> but like, I've never been so mad that I'm like, I'm gonna go grab a random wooden bar and swing around it nine times and do like. I wish you would. <laughs> have to be a hell of a bar. I wish you would. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Eighties movies. Like we learned so. Much from '80s movies. Okay, let's look. Let's look at other '80s movies. I mean, I'm just trying to think. Like Weird Science. Like when I they just, make oh, you know, Blue pretty, Lagoon. Ooh, that was from 1980. Yeah, that's really, really early '80s. I know, but Brooke Shields was Schmier Gan. That I was saw- in, but that was very controversial because she. I don't think she was even eighteen when they made that. But you know what? Like, like the, that was controversial. Okay, hold on. So look the, up Blue Lagoon. I got it right youngins. here. So here's the deal on Blue Lagoon. I remember watching that when I was in first grade. I think that w- might have been my third boner. It was that good. It's a romantic <laughs> film. What? Are you wanting to? No, I'm serious. Yeah, we got to. Okay, so Blue Lagoon was with why Brooke Why don't you read the... Uh, describe it for our listeners, please. Everybody should know this. Okay, Blue Lagoon is a 1980s film. Okay, hold on here. This is on Wikipedia, but I've watched this movie like a hundred times. When I was younger, I, it was like it was like a porn for a first grader. Or a third grader. Uh, okay. 1980s Blue Lagoon is a 1980 romantic survival drama film created by Randall Kleisner. Blah, blah, blah. Brooke Shields. This I, is really... Okay, okay, okay come on. You got to do something the, here. The film tells the story of two young children marooned on a tropical paradise island in the South Pacific. With neither the guidance or restrictions of society and emotion. <laughs> the physical changes arise as they reach puberty and fall in love. The film contained <laughs> substantial sexual content. The Blue Lagoon Wait, theatric- <laughs> What? Substantial what? Substantial what? Substantial. Just listen to the deal. <laughs> Just let me play the content. What'd that- I say? 
<laughs> Not that. I said content, didn't I? All right, so uh, play play the trailer. Let's, let's hear this. A wooden ship. Fire! A fire at sea. Up you go. And two young children are cast adrift. Fortune washes them ashore on a fertile isle. Fertile. But fate deserts them, and they are left utterly alone. The years passed, but no ship ever did. Yet the boy and the girl grew strong and tall and beautiful, raising themselves on instinct in the bounty of their lost paradise. Oh my. But this was no Eden. Mysteries at work here, disturbing and compelling. <laughs> the one mystery lay on the forbidden side of the island, dark, sinister, killing. The other mystery <laughs> was hidden deeper still. What are you doing, Richard? Touching you, Brooke. Within this girl, now woman. This boy, now this man, is not a joke. the mystery of desire. <laughs> she sees that his shoulders are wide. She senses there is one secret here she doesn't know. What are you looking at? Your muscles. And something inside her stirs. I feel so funny in my stomach. <laughs> Me too. My tummy my hurts. Beating so fast. Mine too. The blue lagoon. <laughs> Just keep watching them. They're doing some heavy petting right now. <laughs> Columbia Pictures presents a sensuous story of natural love, starring Brooke Shields and introducing Christopher Atkins. Oh, the blue lagoon. That looks awful, <laughs> except for Brooke Shields. It was, it was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> <A st> <laughs> I'm just thinking it's, that your it's actually pretty good. Show, it sounds like, like what for, would be on Pornhub.com. <laughs> it's, it's actually a pretty good show, like for, for the 80s. Um, I, I was watching like the Goonies. Um, I didn't get it. Get into <laughs> the Blue Lagoon. I wish I would have seen that. You know. It probably would have taught me a lot. Well, let's, uh, you know, we want to remind everybody what we're doing here yes. in a few weeks. Yep. Big things are coming up. Uh, the NFR, NFR parties, you know, probably maybe uh, the only chance to ever have the NFR in Texas in our lifetime. We don't know. It, who, who knows? It's going back to Vegas, and and we're happy about that. But for this year, it's in Texas. And so um, we are going to be, again, uh, in front of uh, at Huey Fest. Huey Fest. In front of the Coliseum. Yep. Is where at 2 o'clock daily from 2 to 3.30, Rump Chat, at the Gold Buckle Beer Garden uh, in front of Cowtown Coliseum. Well, there's a stage there. And then from 3.30 to 4.30, 
we got lawn games and and different stuff. Who knows? Yeah, mud wrestling. You never know. Yeah, might have some uh, strippers come. Maybe uh, take a glove know. off and slap the mayor's <laughs> daughter. I mean, we don't know. You never know. Uh, Four thirty to five thirty, we're gonna have some live music. Five thirty to six fifteen is an NFR preview show between uh, with Anthony Lucia and uh, Rump is gonna do that. They they're gonna have people like Dale Brisby. Uh, other world champions, stuff like that. Uh, 6.15, the doors open to the Coliseum. Right. Um, 6.45 is the NFR viewing party, hosted by Anthony Lucia, with special appearances by uh, yours truly. Yes, both um, of us. B- uh, Rump Chat-esque. From the window to the walls. And then uh, after that, we're going to have, uh, there will be Rodeo Texas, which is Rodeo Vegas. Uh, Casey Jones, all that stuff is going to be giving away um, jackets, resist all hats, Pendleton whiskey. Uh, it says rump chat gear. We haven't agreed to that. Uh, Cavender's gift cards. Maybe, maybe Gold a rump buckle, chat beer high swing. five. Uh, yeah, may, maybe we'll a, a maybe a sticker. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but anyway, uh, it's gonna be great concerts. Chancey Williams is gonna play. Randall King, uh, Spasmatics, Mike Ryan, Pasadena. There's just original 1961 NFR bucking shoot. Yep. Get your picture taken. Get your picture of that. Uh, Bars are inside and outside. Um, Appearances by Huey Pro Rodeo NFR qualifiers. Lots of room um, to space out. Tickets are going fast, so get them right now. They're cheap. $25 general mission gets you NFR, BFO, and concert. There is VIP and box seat packages. They're available as well. Uh, they're limited premier reclining cushion seats, 50-yard line seats. Be sure to enter Pro Rodeo Fantasy. Yes, ProFantasyRodeo.com. Pick your team today. Get it in. Like, uh, And we're working on a rump chat league like we did last year. Um, we don't know what we're going to give away, but it's going to be the most fun league. Yeah, we're probably going to give away like a... Uh, we can give away a Manscaped kit. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of Manscaped, speaking of... You know what Brooke Shields didn't have on the Blue <laughs> Lagoon? is a way to trim up her... Legs. Yes. Yeah, her legs. Yeah, um, Manscaped for get sure. Get 20% off free shipping, uh, 20% off and free shipping at, uh, with a code RUMPCHAT20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping from manscaped.com. Use code RUMPCHAT20. It's, um, I'm telling you, it worked back in the day. I guarantee when Brooke got back <laughs> to the States. Talk, I don't want to talk about Blue Lagoon you know, and, and Manscaped. What about Richard? Brooke, Brooke, quite contrary. Anyhow. How does your garden grow? It's a it's a great product. Well, I don't know. It's good, it's good on uh Goatees, mustaches, and uh, sideburns as well. So arm hair, <laughs> back hair. In your case, oh, manscaped. Uh, thanks to Gold Buckle Beer, um, our great partners. We're gonna see you soon. Now for the greatest walkout song of all time after rodeos from the Breakfast Club. Another '80s great movie. Feel good. Show your children the Breakfast Club. They'll learn how to spit a loogie up in the air and catch it in their mouth. Pump your fist in the air. We'll be back. Rump check. We out.
Thank you. 